This episode is full of spoilers and contains some not-so-super language. Welcome back for episode number three of The Falcon, the Winter Soldier, and the Cyberpunk Environment. Because that's what this one is. That's also okay. called Power Broker. Power Broker. That's the official name, but go, you know. Go, Power colon, Broker. That's, nope, I can't allow it. It's too late now. It's happened. <laughs> it's out there. It's in the and world. I like this episode. And you had to do that. Yeah, well, it doesn't change the episode. That's just unfortunately fair. Only how you'll think of Power Broker <laughs> from this moment on. Maybe he's played by Jason David Frank when we finally meet him. He's not the one who killed someone, right? No, he's the one who is the Green Ranger, then the White Ranger, then the Red Ranger, then, I don't know, he's like okay. a career Power he's Ranger. he's riding like his own coattails? Yeah. That one. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Power Rangers are funny, man. Wow, I can't wait for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Power Broker, episode number three. This one starts out with kind of a commercial yeah. of sorts. It's the Global Repatriation Council. Because people are back, and we need to do something about it. Which I appreciate. I do too. Because we've had, at this point, a movie and another TV show. Right. That have come out since the, the blip was resolved. Right. And we're finally addressing what the repercussions are now that everyone's back. It's good yeah. that we finally are there. Yeah. We're getting to a point where it's like, I guess we should explain what's happening in this universe since we broke everything. We broke everything and <laughs> put it back together and we just thought it was going to be all hunky-dory, but nope. Nope, nope, nope. Storytelling. It's very, Gotta keep going. Very difficult. Exactly. Half the population returns from being gone. Right. I thought this was an actual commercial. Like, I was, I started up Disney Plus and the logo came up and- Disney, you're a sellout! And then all of you're a sudden- You're a sellout putting your ads there! You're a sellout, Disney! I wasn't even, like, consciously thinking of it because, like, I have Hulu with ads and whatever, so I just, an ad came on and I was like, all right, well, I guess I have a couple minutes. <laughs> And then I was like, no, they're talking about half the world coming back. This is part of the show. I had to rewind and start over. That's pretty fair. Yeah. They got me. They got you. John Walker is still trying to figure out some leads. Yeah. He ends up barging into some sort of like shelter, if you will. Yeah. Like a, I don't know. It's like a makeshift headquarters in yeah. Munich, Germany. He's looking for compatriots of Carly Morgenthau's. Right. And I like when he barges in, he grabs the guy and he's like, hey, tell me, Carly Morgenthau. And the guy acts like he doesn't speak English. Does he acts like it? But I like how he goes, do you know who I am? He sure and does. And man, I wish in English, the German man just went, yeah, and no, that's not you. I think that's pretty much what he says. Uh, uh, I don't, sort of, because Hoskins sort of mistranslates on purpose. So right. He is trying to hide what was actually said. But yeah, but then the guy I himself wish speaks English. Like, out there, out there in the open. Like, yeah. you're not shit, buddy. Yeah. I know who you think you are. You are Carl from Up. That's what you are. Because <laughs> that's exactly what he looks like. You are. I've seen those those things now on the internet, the pictures of them side by side, and man, is yeah. it perfect. Yeah. You are disrespecting the genes of a legend. <laughs> right. <laughs> I could do this all day because adventure is out there. Well, look at that. You tied them together. I like it. Just like balloons to a house of stories. It's all Disney now, man. Very proud of you. It's all the same. <laughs> Bucky wants to go talk to Zemo in prison. Which is still ballsy as hell to do. It's still very ballsy, but Sam's like, yeah, all right. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go talk to him alone because you're an Avenger. He's not really very happy about you I people I like how Sam's just like, bud, he literally has to say words, and then you are done. <laughs> Your brain is fried. 
But he's like, yeah, go ahead. Talk to him alone. I don't give a shit. <laughs> they don't really have a great working relationship anyway. They don't, <laughs> which I like a lot. So Bucky goes to talk to Zemo. And of course, Zemo immediately tries out the words. Just He's like, yeah, I know you're fixed. But like, I just want to see what this does to your psyche when I just say the words. Like, What's going on in, in your head there, Buck? What's going on? James. He calls him James. That's right. James Buchanan Barnes. This is his proper name. And we do have Daniel Brohl. He's back He's as back. Baron Zemo. Yeah. He got the ant credit. It makes me wish that he had an even larger role back in the day because he is fantastic. He's so much fun. And he's leaning in hard. Oh, God. Is he? <laughs> he absolutely is. As James and Zemo are talking, I like how we get to see like the outside version of this in like this weird parking garage or whatever between Sam and Bucky how they're describing like a hypothetical, hypothetically, if we broke him out of prison. Right. Like, and did all these things step by step, <laughs> hypothetically, if we like, did that. And I like how it's intercut with Zemo escaping prison. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so very, good. very good. So, like, hypothetically, if I just said, like, this is what happened. And then he just walks into this garage that they're I in. I love Sam's reaction. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? But yeah, Zemo, Zemo breaks out by kind of just causing a prison riot and then sneaking out as a guard. Which is great. It seems a classic way to get out. It really is. He's kind of got an everyman face. He does. Which oh, does absolutely. not hurt. Not an everyman haircut. His haircut's ridiculous. <laughs> but an everyman face. Is it below s- every haircut is a face, so that's something. Sokovian haircut, <laughs> right? maybe? I don't know. He puts on a hat, a guard hat, and that helps. Hides the, the bad hair. Yeah. So good for him. That's the classic MCU disguise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no hoods? Red hat? Guess we'll no? go with a hat. Okay, okay, okay. Right. Costume appropriate. Do you have fine? Do you have sunglasses for me? No. No. Nope. All right, we're just gonna wow. wing it then. Just wow. the hat. Okay. We're really, we're really struggling on the budget there, Foggy, aren't we? All right. <laughs> Turns out Zemo's rich, mostly because he is Baron Zemo, yeah. and he's gonna fly Sam and Bucky to Madripoor. Madripoor. On his private jet, and I love like the interaction that he has with. I'm gonna call him his Alfred. I don't know his name. Sure. Whatever. It's a German name or a Sokovian name or whatever. It's his Alfred. And he loves he loves his Baron Zemo so much. He missed him so much. He did. And I love the the interactions that they have. Yeah, it's really cool. It's very good. Oh, if anything and Baron doesn't... Zemo comes out of like charming. He does. And then he also throws in his little oh, if it doesn't pass a smell test, give it to these guys. Right. Which is which is lovely. Lovely. But I also like how he's able to get into Bucky's head when he finds the notebook also. Yeah. And he starts reading, he's like, Oh, I recognize these names. Nakajima. And right away Bucky puts the robot hand on him. He's yeah. like, don't you do it again. Don't you. I just broke you out. I'll end you. That's that's what mothers say whenever Absolutely. kids are acting up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave birth to you. I'll kill you. I'll end you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but like a weird winter soldiery way of doing it. Right. With like a metal hand and everything like mom has. Exactly. <laughs> and it turns out that this notebook that Bucky's using is actually capsuled notebook from when he was thawing and learning about pop culture and then now. Right, and they start talking about Marvin Gaye. They sure do. Which is a great conversation because I like how Bucky's not really on board with it. Yeah. It's like, I like 40s music. I like 40s music. And even Zemo's like, what are you talking about? Oh, Zemo, <laughs> he's, Zemo's he's like, great. it captures the African-American experience. <laughs> and Sam's like, he's out of line, but he's absolutely right. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Love it. Man, everyone's so good in this. They're so good. It's so nice when you get to see like these walls come down around these oh, used absolutely. to be serious characters. Yeah. It's great. And I'm liking that we're finally getting this Zemo, more of Zemo. He's so good. He's so much fun. We get to see what Carly Morgenthau's up to. Yeah, she's Watching good. her mentor die. 
refugee camp. Yeah. Yeah. Her mentor is not doing well. No, not doing well at all. So that's that's a shame for her. Imminent bucket kick on the mentor. And we see that via acting of the Carly Morgan thing. Right. She is a sad, sad person. She is. Oh, woe is her. So naturally- we get introduced to Madripoor. We sure do. As they're just walking across a bridge. Yeah, like, where did they land? I they're don't just, know. All right, let's walk across this bridge. <laughs> now, here's the thing about Madripoor. It's very dramatic to walk across this long bridge where no cars ever come. And then we get picked up halfway, which is really just good, because I ran out of conversation with you boys. Because <laughs> we had a whole plane ride <laughs> to Madripoor. <laughs> and now we need the walking part of the conversation. There's only so much Marvin Gaye that a man can discuss. It's true. I like how he breaks down that there is Hightown. He's right. He's like, oh, it's nice. You should go visit sometime. And I like how Sam's like, I'm going to go ahead and guess you don't have any friends in Hightown. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to downtown. They go to the low town. town. That's what it is. Yeah. And uh, we should mention that everybody's in costume or they're in disguise. Sam is dressed up as- Smiling smiling, whatever. Smiling Tiger? That's it. Who is another character from the Marvel- Right. <laughs> All right. Looks a lot like him. Looks a lot Good like enough. him. Bucky is Winter Soldier. He is full on Winter Again. Soldier. Yep. And Baron Zemo's got the coat now. Which he's got is awesome. He's got his coat. He's yeah, he's oh, oh. We'll get there. And then we more or less go to Cyberpunk. We are in Cyberpunk. We this are in is cyberpunk. the world of Cyberpunk. Yeah. I'm convinced. I like that we get a little a little wink ding here. The princess bar while they're walking through Madripoor. It's pretty good. And I'm like, oh, that's a, I hope that's the closest we get to seeing anything of Wolverine for the next, I don't know, five years? Yep. I'm good now. Yeah. I'm good. Satisfied. Thank you. Zemo says they got to act natural in this bar because they need a meeting with Selby. Right. They go up to the bar. He's like, I need to see Selby. I like how it's not that bad of an accent because you could just say whatever you want. Right. You should try it. Try a Zemo. Try. I thought they discontinued Zemo back Z- in the 90s. <laughs> back in the 90s. <laughs> I'll have one Zemo, please. <laughs> Could you imagine what Zemo is back? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's gone again. Oops. (laughs) I really like this bartender a lot because he sees Smiling Tiger, air quotes, and he's like, you want your usual? And I like how Sam's like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." yep, doesn't want to say anything, just nodding. And he takes a live snake (laughs) and he cuts open a live snake and he takes out the snake's testicles. Yep. Puts it into a shot glass. And that's what you want. And Sam's got to just go for it. I liked, like this how Bucky is trying not to break. <laughs> right. Which is very good. Amazing. <laughs> and Sam snaps back. And I like how he's like, mm, yeah, good. Thumbs up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good, good snake testes. That's my favorite drink. You nailed it. Got it. Good job. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've taken some shots, but never anything like that. That's pretty extreme. Well, Dave, you know what we do here in the- <laughs> That's right. I brought this snake. Uh, no, not not doing that. <laughs> well, I didn't even think of that. Thank God. Uh, neither did I until this very moment. I don't even know where to get a snake. Not one that's still got its testicles. Do they? Neuter snakes? I don't think they do. Bob Barker. Bob. He's the one to ask about this. Stay and neuter your snakes. <laughs> they end up getting a meeting with Selby because... I like how Zemo says, Winter Soldier, attack. And then Winter Soldier just beats the hell out of everybody. Sure does. And the bartender's like, you got it. You got your meeting, bud. Yep. Enough said. <laughs> so they go to meet with Selby because Selby is the last person that Zemo knows who has information about the Super Soldier Serum. And he offers to trade the Winter Soldier for Super Soldier Serum. Bucky doesn't even break. Doesn't and even he's blink. just like, yep, trade me. I am property. 
and I'll give you his keywords, and he'll do whatever you want. And then Sam gets a phone call. It's not what you want. It's a problem when you're deep incognito. Right, and it's from his sister. And he looks, and he's just like, oh, And Selby shit. says, answer it on speaker. Man, that is a professional if that I've is. ever oh, heard she's one. She's great. She's very good. She's very intimidating. I agree. <laughs> she stole the scene, like completely. Completely. So Sam answers the phone, and of course, he has this conversation with Sarah, and she's like, I want to talk about this. And he's like, talk about what? Because he's still in character. And she's like, what do you mean talk about what? There's only one thing going on with us right now. She's like, oh, we're talking about the bank. And he goes, oh, yeah, the bank. I laundered so much money. <laughs> <laughs> That's what villains say, I'm sure. I love it. She's like, Sam, what are you talking about? Uh, Sam? Yeah, who's Sam? Kill them. Instantly, she's like, kill them. But then instantly, she's like, chest, pa-pa, yeah. explosion she's from dead. the chestal area. And then again, instantly, there's a bounty on them. Right, they get out. They kill everyone in this room. But they get out. I don't know how. Not important. Not important how they get out. Nope. I guess not. <laughs> Cyberpunk astronauts live. Yes. They get out. They get out. They get a text on their phone, there's a bounty on them. Which is very quick, I think, for yep. a bounty to be placed on anybody, but yep. here well, it's we are. Well, like all these mercenaries got like a group text. Yeah. Probably send each other like some fun memes and stuff. Yeah, definitely. It's like, uh-oh, <laughs> Selby's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should put out a bounty. <laughs> Just a, like a quick little <laughs> gif of Miles Davis with his trumpet. Wap, 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 wap. Nailed it. I want to be on that, that text chain. I and I don't ever like to be on text chains or group anything, and I want to be on that. I like that the, there must not have been much thought behind it. It was just like, Selby's dead. Okay, million dollars. That's it. All right, send it, it out. Enough. <laughs> send it out. Did it. And I like when they're walking out of this place, like you see like these weird shop owners, and like they're miming guns at them. It's like, just do it for real, man. Yeah. There's a cool mill on them. Right? Just do it. Get the money. This is Madripoor. Everyone's packing. Get that bag. Either way, they get rescued. They get picked up. They get, yeah. By Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter is here. Emily fucking Van Camp is back. She is back. And she's back with a vengeance. She is so angry. Oh, man. Well, she didn't get the pardon that everybody else did. And right. She's been on the run since Civil War. In Madripoor. In Madripoor, of all places. Yeah. But she's made something of a life for herself in Madripoor. She has a, a place in the high town. It's like a gallery that has all these famous paintings, and she has auctions, I presume, and she throws house parties, and that's that's what she does. I really like <laughs> her like apartment. It's her really bachelorette cool. pad. Yeah. Because they're walking through, like you see famous art, and I like how she's like, yeah, I've been selling art on the side, like just to make money. That's why I'm able to afford this awesome place. Yeah. And I like how Sam's just like, no, art's in the museums. And I like how Zemo's like, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> no. <laughs> All the stuff in the museum's replications. Go ahead, look it up. And I like how he Googles a picture of it. It's like, I don't know what that's going to do. Right. I don't. I played enough Animal Crossing to know that when you buy art, fake or not, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, you can't just tell the fakes by the picture. It's not like a, a weird, like, hat on, <laughs> on the screen, man. <laughs> Headbard Munch isn't going, throw a derby on him. <laughs> that's how you know it's a fake. Oh, Dolly made these clocks melt. They're digital, actually. They that's, are digital. So. <laughs> it's very modern. <laughs> That weird line of, this is going to be like an NFT somewhere, and that's going to annoy me because I still don't understand it. I don't understand <laughs> NFTs. That's fair. But it's going to be one of those things like, oh, this is Monet's water glasses. <laughs> Someone's going to do this. Yeah, it definitely. And they're going to make a lot of fake money doing it. Or real money. Why can't it be us? I don't know what NFTs are, Brian. I don't know. All right. Let me handle it. 
<laughs> I'll be the promoter. Excelsior! I don't know either. <laughs> One of my buddies is really big in NFTs, and he's cleaning up. Well, yeah. But I don't know if it's real money or not. It's it's fungible. It's non-fungible money. What does fungible money. mean? It's, you can't fund it. <laughs> don't fudge with this. It's What's non-fungible. Is that... Uh, our next episode, we're talking about Ghostbusters, and all I want to think is like, oh, I collect art funges and <laughs> like some sort of Egon thing for Ghostbusters. I don't get it. It's amazing, actually. I, that's a connection. I'm there. glad that Sharon Carter got into NFTs. I'm glad. Yeah. That she's doing whatever I don't understand. She's she's crushing it in Madripoor. <laughs> she throws a party. The boys enjoy the party. We get what's going to be the next GIF the GIF machine that is Baron Zemo dancing. Oh yeah. Oh god, it's so good. It's <laughs> he's he's an awkward white guy, and it's yep. great. It's a lot of like hitch. Keep the keep the arms in here. Oh yeah, one of those types of things. It's all in the hips. Sam and Sharon kind of making a, a an agreement that she's going to help them in exchange for him trying to clear her name. Right. It's a very intense conversation because Sharon's pretty much fed up. She is very fed up. She basically says the whole superhero thing is bullshit. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> hypocritical, I think, is what she uses. I think she's really upset because of her familial issues that are going on. She obviously doesn't have a Steve anymore, and the Steve went back to go do the ant right. back in time. Right. And she's just like, what the hell? And then now there's an old Steve again. She's like, what the hell? Yeah. She's I like, can't keep doing this, Steve. I was kissing this dude, and then he was my uncle, and now he's an old guy, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> there's only so much therapy. <laughs> I stole the shield, and then I was an enemy of the state, and I lived in Madripoor, and I became a, a badass, and right. sold art. I don't know. It doesn't seem fair that I have to go on the run after I have sex with my uncle, dad, daddy, <laughs> boyfriend, man. I don't think he was ever her dad. Well, she was wearing all black leather. That There was a daddy. He could have been there her daddy. There was a daddy. That's fair. <laughs> like, if she were on a dodgeball team, she'd be wearing the necklace that says daddy. Or he would? Sure. They'll get matching daddy necklaces. <laughs> that's confusing. I think that's how that whole relationship works, right? Right. One of them has dad and one of them has DY, and they put them together. And it's just as weird as Sharon hooking up with her maybe uncle. Maybe uncle. Maybe not. Maybe probably. It's I don't know. It's very complicated. It's extremely complicated. I really want to see Loki when it comes out, because the trailer's out now. I kind of want to see this more. Sharon trying to figure out what the hell's going on <laughs> with her life. Just that whole extra series of Sharon trying to figure out her family tree. That's all. It's Sharon Just Carter. Family tree. Sharon Carter. Ancestry.com. <laughs> 23. Agent 23 and me. That's Even so, though she's Agent 13. You know what? Give her promotion. That's how numbers work, right? That's yeah. not how they work in there, but. I don't know. Good enough. Sure. <laughs> She finds out about Dr. Wilfred Nagel's involvement. She tells the guys, and she's like, hey, we got to go check out his shipping container lab. And they do. They do. They, they go to the shipping yard with all the containers, and she's like, it's in that one. I'll stand out here and watch. They go in. They find a secret door. They push on it, and they find the lab. She's like, we got company. And they're like, cool. We're going to have a real dramatic scene in here, though. You do what <laughs> you do out there. We're going to take our sweet time in here. Yeah, we are definitely going to not be in any kind of rush talking to this guy while you kill everybody. She goes, ham, hey, man. She's insane. She is John Wick. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. But I like how she's kicking ass in there. They're doing this whole interrogation with Dr. Nagel. And you have Bucky with the gun to Nagel asking these questions like, Super Soldier Serum, what's going on, man? Yeah. He reveals that there's 20 
He made 20 vials of it or something right. like that. And, and they asked him why he hasn't continued. And he's like, disappeared for five years. Yeah. And I like how there's more consequence there. He's working with the government on this thing. Right. He was working with Hydra first. Yep. And then after Hydra dissolved, he was hired by the CIA. Right. So he's working for the government and then he goes away. So the project just gets canceled. Right. But then Carly Morgenthau stole all the stuff. Yeah. When he got back, the power broker funded him. Right. And then Carly Morgenthau stole all of the super soldier serum. And then now she has all of it. Which is a problem. It's a problem. All, all 20 vials that exist or whatever. We imagine that eight of them, at least eight of them, have been used on right. her and her compatriots. Right. Zemo finds a gun underneath one of the tables. Sure does. And now that he has the information he needs, he kills Dr. Nagel. Yeah. Just yeah. Shoots him. Square on. And Sam's like, what the hell, bro? <laughs> I feel like if you're a dude who really doesn't want there to be super soldiers, it's not a bad move if, to take you know out what? the guy that knows how to make the serum. For what it's worth. <laughs> He went for the head. He did. He learned a thing or two. <laughs> he didn't He didn't try to thaw him. He just, right for the head. Right. But it also makes the whole lab ignite. Yeah, that's a problem. Just because it's an interesting bullet that he used. It bounced everywhere, presumably. And, and broke. The lab goes kablooey, and they escape. Stuff. Luckily, Zemo escapes first, though. Zemo, once he notices the lab's on fire, he does what you're supposed to do, and he GTFOs. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm going to shoot this guy and leave immediately. Right. <laughs> and Sam and Bucky are like, hey, let's hang out and see if this place ignites and then blows up. <laughs> <laughs> they get out. There's a whole shipping container shootout, because now Sharon gets them out of there, gets right. them back up on their feet. They're outside. I like how Bucky goes left. Sam goes right, <laughs> and then they have right. the whole conversation. She's like, you went left. I, we're going to go right. I was the first one out. I'm the one who makes the rules. That's like every action movie. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> they end up killing a lot of people so with many. guns, yep. which is wild to see in a Marvel movie because there's no powers involved. Right. But then they run out of ammo. Baron Zemo appears on top of the shipping container, and he puts on the Zemo mask for the first time. Oh. God damn it. Is it a good look? It's so good. And then he kicks some ass. Like all of it, all he kicks of it. all the ass. He he's and doing I like how he flips like that look after after he kills everyone. Yeah. He's like, "You're good. Come with me if you want to live. Come with me if you want to live." They end up finding a car, I guess. I think Zemo finds it in one of the shipping containers. He's like, "Yep, that'll do." Yeah, I like how he pulls up. He's like, "Supercharged, like <laughs> sweet, <laughs> excellent." So Sam and Bucky are going to go with Zemo. Yep, continue their adventure, which I love that Zemo's now a part of the team. Isn't it get weird? More Zemo. I like it. Sharon is going to go off on her own, saying, don't you forget the deal we made. Right. And she gets into a car on her own and says, we got a problem. Which is fascinating. It is fascinating. But then we go back to Carly, and she's having like a heart-to-heart with one of her cronies, if you will. Yeah, I think it's Dovich. Is it? They're, well, they're having a heart-to-heart saying like, oh, I'm glad we're doing this. Like, we have the super serum. Remember, we took it, and our, our veins burned as we got super strong. Yeah. And now the power broker's got to come to us because we have all of it. Right. Even though they're planning on going into this global repatriation council like building, yeah. I guess, to get more to supplies. Get supplies, that's it. And for their camp. They they come up with their plan. It's nice. It's actually you get to have this nice touching moment how she wants to be a teacher. Like that's what her goal was. Right. She wants to be a teacher. And it humanizes the villain. And we always say, that's what you want to do. That is a good thing. And this Dovich guy, he's just like, yeah. Maybe one day you'll be a teacher after all this is said and done. Yeah. Which is nice. we got goals set for them now, too. It's great. It is great. What's not great is John Walker and Lamar have made it to the prison where Zemo escaped. <laughs> right. And they're pretty sure, well, at least John Walker is pretty sure, that Sam and Bucky somehow helped Zemo escape. But Hoskins wants to know what evidence they have. And John Walker says, nothing. We, we got but nothing. that's what we're going to roll with for now. Exactly. Which is like the most anti-cap thing Ever? Yeah, it is, isn't it? You're it's kind of like, just uh, acting 
outside the law, which he would never do. Right. It's like, hey, we're just going to assume guilty until proven innocent. Which is fucked. Yeah. But it's weird because he's also right. He is also <laughs> right, but he can't prove that he's right. right. That's the best part about it. But then you also have Bucky and Sam. They're back on the plane talking the Zemo plane. Yes. And I think we get where this thing is going now because Bucky says, I'm going to steal that shield. More or less, yeah, because Sam's like, maybe I did make a mistake by giving it to the museum. Maybe I should have destroyed it. And Bucky's like, no, sir. How many times do I have to tell you this, Sam? How many times? (laughs) I'm definitely going to take that shield from you before you can destroy it. Which I love. somebody needs to be that symbol. That's so good now, though, is that you have Bucky who's willing to step up. Yeah. Which is amazing. It's huge for that character, too. Absolutely. The Flag Smashers are going to rob the GRC, and I like how they have the guards all tied up there. Yeah. It shows that there's people in there, because as soon as they get out, that building goes kablooey. She blows it, it up with her own car. Yeah, which is messed up. It's pretty messed up. Yep, and the Dovich guy, he's just like, dude, there are people in there. And she's just like, this is the only language they speak. So you're like, what is wrong with you? She is a crazy person. I like when she's leaving, she's like, you guys had six months of supplies, and and you weren't using it. So that that's yeah. why you're all tied up and I'm leaving. And then the next thing they know, they were on fire. Which is a problem. So they couldn't even like communicate that message like, hey guys, use your supplies or Carly's coming to get you. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Turns out Zemo's got a place in Latvia. So that's where they go. Of course. He gets on Sam and Bucky's ass for not visiting the Sokovian Memorial, which I really like. I thought that was excellent. Because it totally makes it feel like they were just doing a job. They don't connect. To they, the destruction that occurred there. Exactly. They have no emotional connection to these people that they're saving. They're just doing the job. Exactly. Which, man, that's really, really good. Yeah. That does go into like the whole damage control thing. Like, oh, yeah. Everything, which is great. So maybe Vulture was right also, which is nice. How about that? Bucky says he's got to go for a walk. Mm-hmm. So Sam and Zemo are going to go inside and, I guess, hang out. I don't know what they do in there. That's a great question. Play PlayStation together or something? I don't know. Definitely that. But Bucky goes for a walk, and he picks up like this weird little blinky sphere. Like he's got ball. These, these beads. Right. That look very familiar. And he looks across the street, and he sees another one. So he goes and gets that. And I like how he gets in this alley. And I like how we get this weird 180 keep turning shot, so it keeps hiding something. You're waiting for someone to pop up, because it's beautifully shot. Absolutely. And he says, I was waiting for you to show up. And it's Ao. It's Ao. We have just brought Wakanda into the mix. We sure have. Florence. Kasumba, who is has been in, I think, what is this her fourth Marvel appearance now? Because she was in Civil War as one of T'Challa's guards. Right. And then, of course, Black Panther. And I think she was both in Infinity War and Endgame. Yes. So, And she's here and she says, I'm here for Zemo. Yeah. Credits. Ooh. Chills. The stakes just got so raised there because, yes. do you want to mess with Wakanda ever? No. No. No, definitely never, not. Never, never, never. <laughs> I'm interested in seeing uh, more of Bucky's relationship with Wakanda now, because he was there for a while. He was, and he says that's where the last time I like, felt peace, and he was welcome there. They did harbor him. Right. I'm really interested in the Sharon story. Me too. Because I'm thinking she might be the power broker. I mean, it's not impossible, but I don't know. There would have to be something worked out with the Nagel character, because if he is the only one who knew how to produce the super soldier serum, I can't see her bringing them to him. That's fair. But other than that, I mean, it's a po- it's not impossible. No, it's not. But we're halfway through now. 
Right. And this thing is just escalating, they which just is great. I love that. This is a classic thriller, man. Absolutely. Now Wakanda's involved. Yeah. It makes you think, who else is going to dive into this mix? Because we do have super soldiers. Let's yep. not forget, there are presumably 20. Right. There's definitely eight, presumably 20. Presumably. Could be as many as 20, but I have a feeling that some of those serums are still available for characters who are not yet super. That's amazing to me. Yeah. Because um, it makes me think, like, who, who's going to get introduced still? Because this door now is just wide open. I like that you asked that question because there's been theories online based on one thing in particular. Okay. It's the end credits and the title cards and how many of them are still blank when they come up on the screen. And as of right now, there are still three blank title cards. I can't decide if that's lazy credits. or brilliant. One of those, like, I don't feel like redoing this. <laughs> That's going to add names. Right. Well, I feel like one of them at one point was filled uh, in the first episode when Don Cheadle was on. So you're saying that this is like the flex spot on the fantasy football roster, like these three title cards? (laughs) (laughs) What's interesting is one of them comes after the and Daniel Brule. Now, that is interesting. Because that suggests it it could be a big name actor. And is usually reserved for the big name. Right. I can't think of who a big name would be that would fit. I don't. I have no idea. So. I'm very intrigued to see what happens. I am too. And I want I don't even know if that's a thing that's going to pan out, but it's fun to pay attention to now. Why not? Why not? It gives you another excuse to watch the damn credits. <laughs> ah, Marvel. Ah, damn it. <laughs> you got any new theories? Anything that's going on that you want to get out there? No, I think you pretty much nailed it with that maybe Sharon Carter is the power broker. It's Could po- be nothing. It's possible. Could be nothing. Which is great. But we have theories again. Look yeah. at us. <laughs> Here we are. We're back. Yeah, I mean Hold on. I might have something brewing here. This is fresh. Let it from my, from my, Let my it brain. Is it about Mephisto? It's not. Interesting. We have not figured out who Mephisto is yet. What if the power <laughs> broker- Is Mephisto! Is Loki setting up his show. But why? I don't know. What does he gain? I don't, uh, an appearance and a, and a tease. Fair and, enough. And Feige going, yeah, it's connected. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> If you want to roll with that, we can. That's me talking out of my ass for a hot second. And if it comes true, I look like a genius. Otherwise, I can just go, that was me being dumb. You can point back to me saying aim. That's right. (laughs) And just leave it at that. Yeah. Maybe it's aim. Maybe it's aim. You don't know. (laughs) That would fit with this series. Yeah, sort of. Maybe it's Justin Hammer. Oh, God, how cool would that be? Bring me more Sam Rockwell. Yes, please. Please. And Leslie Bibb. Well, of course, more Leslie Bibb, yeah. Oh, it's more it's a Leslie package Bibb. deal, but not really, but yeah, please. <laughs> That's all I really got for this one, man. Yeah, no, I'm same. loving this. Oh, I'm having a blast. This is just good action movie fun. It's perfect. It's everything I wanted and more so far. Now it's more efficient. It's definitely more. Tune in next week for episode number four of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We'll see you then.